Mom, I got the job in Manhattan. Do you have a warm enough winter coat? What about your car? I'm selling it with Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer. How? I enter my license plate number, miles, condition, upload photos, and boom, an official cash offer from a local dealership. A cash offer instantly? Oh, did you call Aunt Stella? She's right there in Massachusetts. Mom, I literally just got the job. Not everything is as simple as selling your car with Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer. Price it, fix it, trade it, sell it. KBB.com it. Welcome to Love It or Leave It, live or else, coming at you during a bomb cyclone. That is when it rains in Los Angeles and people work from home. <laughs> I'm from the East Coast. It was fine, right? It was just fine. We're all fine. Everybody get through it. <laughs> I hope you're all doing your best to survive in a world without a speaker of the house. Uh, on tonight's show, we will see how much you know about some of the new state laws that went into effect as of January 1st. Nepo Baby New Year is here. And he's had it with the discourse. Alex Edelman and Andrea Jin, see if you can guess which 2023 TV show loglines are real. And Zach Noe Towers joins as we all make some predictions for how this wonderful year will go. But first, let's get into it. What a week. The FDA announced that for the first time, retail pharmacies will be allowed to offer the abortion medication Mifepristone, got it, to be... <laughs> should have just been confident. I should have just moved forward. Shouldn't I, now they know that I worked on it. Anytime abortion becomes more safe and accessible, everybody wins. That being said, our most heartfelt congratulations to Herschel Walker. Uh, to ease us, one day, that will be the last time I'll have said that name on this show. And it might have been today. To ease us into the year, the January 6th committee released some absolutely beautiful texts from Trump's director of communications, Hope Hicks, to Ivanka Trump's chief of staff, Julia Radford, in which Hicks freaks out about the impact of the insurrection because of the damage it will do to American society to see our democracy. It's about our career prospects. Uh, luckily, Rudy Giuliani calmed them all down on his way to the mass Singer. <laughs> Wrote Hicks, in one day he ended every future opportunity that doesn't include speaking engagements at the local Proud Boys chapter. At which point Hicks and Radford did the only thing they could. They founded the Proud Girls. <laughs> They're going to kick down that glass barricade. Continued Hicks, we'll all look like domestic terrorists now. Damn. I hate it when I spend four years putting on a red nose and giant shoes and thick makeup and a big stupid wig, and then all of a sudden somebody starts playing clown music and makes me look absolutely fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Responded Radford, oh yes, I've been crying for an hour. Why is that weird? Don't awe her. Don't awe these fucking people. There's nothing wrong with crying for an hour. I do it for every one of these fucking shows. <laughs> Over in Congress, after years of supplicating himself before Donald Trump and near constant maneuvering, conjoling, and assembling to make himself acceptable to the most depraved and vulgar and stupid and bigoted and cruel members of his own party, the kind of people with no agenda except to sow chaos and seek attention, Kevin McCarthy's dream of finally becoming Speaker of the House seems on the verge of dying in the bed of his own making. It turns out the kind of people with no agenda except to sow chaos and seek attention decided to use the Speaker vote as an opportunity to sow chaos and seek attention. 
And after years of these absolute ghouls running wild with impunity and watching as the so-called serious members of their own party, led by Kevin McCarthy, were too cowardly or craven to criticize their worst successes, they decided to take their power in this new tiny majority for a joyride, and boy, what a ride it has been. (laughs) And I just want to also point out, we are all the unsung heroes of what's going on, because the reason... This is so hard for fucking Kevin McCarthy and these goons is because their majority is so tiny and their majority is so tiny because everybody showed up and voted against anti-choice and anti-democratic candidates. (laughs) After Tuesday, they've been through three rounds of ballots, something that hasn't happened since 1923, with Kevin losing over and over again by basically the same margin. Listen. When I said I wanted to go round after round with an insurrectionist, I meant Madison Cawthorn. (laughs) Getting harder and harder to say. Afterward, Trump took to social media to kind of, sort of with a wink and a nod, beg Republicans to vote for McCarthy, declaring, Republicans, do not turn a great triumph into a giant and embarrassing defeat. It's time to celebrate. You deserve it. You deserve it does describe a lot of what Republicans... (laughs) have been going through recently. However, Trump's plea moved exactly zero votes as Wednesday and Thursday saw McCarthy losing by the same margin over and over. Meanwhile, GOP Representative Andy Barr had a more optimistic perspective. McCarthy has now lost six times in a row. What's next? Well, you can look at it that way or you can look at it uh, from the perspective that Kevin McCarthy uh, won the vote among Republicans over 200 members to 26 times. Hey, think of all the sides of the Pentagon the terrorists didn't hit with a plane on 9-11. Meanwhile, on his show, Steve Bannon called on Republicans to nominate, you guessed it, Donald Trump as speaker. So my vote right now is why not Trump? If you've got to have a nasty piece of work in the room negotiating, give me the nastiest. Give me the nastiest. It's not only his congressional negotiation strategy, it's also what he says to the hairstylist at the shirt store and in the Pornhub search bar. (laughs) In an attempt to win over the Republicans who were blocking him, McCarthy changed course on Thursday, offering up rule changes that would weaken his position even further as Speaker. McCarthy also agreed to accept the official title Weaker of the House, as well as a bi-weekly wedgie. We're like two days from McCarthy promising to be Lauren Boebert's butler for a day. But don't worry, everyone. All that groveling didn't even work. At the time of this recording, Kevin has lost the 10th vote. In fact, Matt Gaetz started the mayhem off strong by casting his first vote Thursday for Donald Trump. Trump may not be the fresh blood the party needs, but he does have a habit of making some appear on the steps of the Capitol. (laughs) That was correct. That's your response was correct. (laughs) Meanwhile, incoming freshman George Santos, if that's his real name, which it may not be... (laughs) is facing calls to resign after virtually every aspect of his life story has turned out to be false. These lies include claiming that he's the biracial descendant of Ukrainian Jews, which he then tried to explain by saying he meant he wasn't Jewish, but Jewish, really. That he graduated from NYU and Baruch College, never attended. That his mother died because of 9-11, not true. That he worked at Citigroup, not true. He also said this, have you ever heard a Goldman Sachs employee take the stage at the largest private equity conference in the world, SALT, run by Anthony Scaramucci, and berate their employer? Well, I did that. He did not do that. <laughs> he never worked at Goldman Sachs. He did not sit on that panel. In fact, Anthony Scaramucci told CNN that not only was Santos not on that panel, Santos never attended the conference. 
He claimed to run a charity that saved thousands of dogs. No evidence that the charity exists. He claimed that four of his employees died in the Pulse nightclub shooting. Completely made that up. He also said he's been openly gay for many years, but the Daily Beast found that he failed to mention he was married to a woman with the divorce only finalized 12 days before he launched his first congressional campaign in 2020, in which he described himself as a proud gay Republican. And then there's the mess of lies and conflicting accounts and confusing public statements and disclosures regarding his personal and corporate finances, claiming to be worth millions and somehow paying himself over a million dollars and loaning his campaign hundreds of thousands of dollars from his business, while at the same time in recent years being unable to pay rent and getting evicted twice from apartments in Queens. In one instance, he claims he was mugged on his way to pay his rent, but surprise, the NYPD has no record of this incident. After being chased around by reporters endlessly since he arrived in Washington, journalist Hunter Walker reported that George Santos was overheard telling an aide after he got lost in the halls of the House office buildings, I think I'm learning the ropes of this place. (laughs) Which is, that's truly what, what he said. And then Santos put out a statement celebrating being sworn into Congress, really, even though that did not happen because no one has been sworn in yet because of the speaker fiasco. No notes, no jokes. 10 out of 10. (laughs) The Japanese government announced that starting in April, they will be paying families up to 1 million yen or $7,500 to move out of Tokyo to one of the less populated areas of the country in order to deal with overcrowding in the capital. This is plan A, said local leaders. Plan B, prefecture officials said solemnly, is Godzilla. (laughs) Meanwhile, Jeremy Renner shared his first selfie after being hospitalized, having been run over by his own seven-ton snowplow. The other two snowplows were standing by to teach him two different lessons about Christmas, but thank God he learned everything on the first go. (laughs) The photo will replace the other photo he was going to use for his Christmas card, a photo of him being run over by a snowplow. (laughs) Also, Pope Benedict XIV died last Saturday, but I'm still writing Benedict XIII on all my checks. Thank you all for coming. (laughs) Over 135,000 Catholics flocked to Vatican City in order to pay their respects to Pope Benedict following his passing. If you're just hearing the news, Pope Benedict died peacefully in his sleep, surrounded by loved ones as he was run over by his own (laughs) snowplow. The funeral will be presided over by Pope Francis, making it the first time a living pope has done this. So that's some rare hot pope on pope action. As of now, Pope Francis is not considered a suspect. At CES 2023, the big consumer electronics convention, Samsung revealed a new telemedicine app that will let you get medical diagnoses using only your Samsung TV. Upon watching your 10th episode of Emily in Paris, a Wellbutrin prescription will be automatically filled at your nearest pharmacy. The app also works by detecting if your TV has motion smoothing enabled. If it does, your Alzheimer's drug is already in the mail. If that wasn't enough, CES 2023 also featured Uscan, a new device for your toilet that analyzes your urine and beams the results to a smartphone app. They're still fine-tuning the analysis, however. Right now, all the notifications are just, yep, that's piss all right. (laughs) It's the first week of 2023, and we already have Theranos, but for piss. (laughs) In other science news, the U.S. has approved the world's first vaccine for honeybees. It sounds complicated, but if you could think of a better way to turn honeybees autistic, I'd love to hear it. (laughs) A sarcophagus in a Houston museum was returned to Egypt after it was revealed that it had been looted from that country. The director of the Houston museum said, sorry about the mix-up. We all assumed it was one of those classic Texas sarcophagi. (laughs) 
And finally, the director of a Colorado funeral home was sentenced to 20 years in prison after it was discovered that she was actually selling body parts, which means the McRib isn't coming back anytime soon. <laughs> Bail for the woman has been set at an arm and a leg. And we come back, a tribute to Barbara Walters. And we're back. Last week, we lost a legend. Barbara Walters, anchor journalist and maybe the second or third most chaotic co-host to ever sit at the View table, died December 30th at the age of 93. Barbara Walters is an American icon for her prowess and at times cruel invasiveness as an interviewer. And there is nothing more American than being both excellent at your job and willing to ask Chris Christie to his face in 2012 if he is too fat to be president. Really did that. Tonight, we honor Barbara Walters with these, some of her shining moments, starting with this sartorial confrontation with Katherine Hepburn. Is that why also you wear pants? No, I just wear pants because they're comfortable. Do you ever wear a skirt, by the way? I have one. You have one? Wear it to your funeral. <laughs> You'll wear it to my funeral. All right. Awesome. <laughs> when we come back, some fun new laws. And we're back. After riding the cresting wave of midterm hopes, we pulled the nation back from the bright white dentures of doom and barely survived the holidays. We slept in the Denver airport because Southwest had been abandoned by God. We can finally now get back to normalcy, unless you live in, oh, 48 of these great 50 United States, in which case you better get back on your scrolling horse and bone up on all the new weird laws that went into effect on January 1st. Who here in the audience thinks they are abreast of the new laws? Because we've got a game we're calling... Fifty Shades of Legal Gray Areas. It's fine. <laughs> uh, hi, what's your name? My name's Leah. Hi, Leah. Here's your question. Pennsylvania legalized possession of what weapon, which was previously banned in 1956? Is it A, switchblades, B, guillotines, C, hemlock, or D, broadswords? Oh my God, what amazing choices. Um, I really want to say hemlock, but I think guillotine? What? <laughs> You think that the state of Pennsylvania legalized, I guess for self-defense purposes, a giant apparatus which drops a blade to decapitate people. No. Wrong. It was switchblades. In all fairness, I'm from Tennessee. Yeah, look, we didn't say Tennessee. It's possible for Tennessee. No, it was switchblades. Thank you, Leah. Let's go to someone else now. (laughs) Hi, what's your name? Logan. Logan, where are you from, Logan? Boston. All right, Boston. True or false? <laughs> In Louisiana, adult sites like Pornhub are now required to check your driver's license to verify your age. Oh, God. Yes. True? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this new law was authored by Republican State Representative Lori Schlegel, who also pushed legislation that made it illegal for trans teens to play sports in according with their gender identity. Look, she wants your porn records. She wants to know what you're up to. <laughs> Don't go there, Logan. I can just tell. Nothing Nobody weird. needs to know what you're searching for. My, my sister's sitting right next to me, so I can't get into it. <laughs> Didn't ask. Uh, let's go to someone else. Hi, what's your name? Marie Elise. Nice. Thank you. Where are you from? New Jersey. Okay. But I live here. Great. <laughs> in Tennessee, a new law requires bar bouncers to be trained in what? Is it A, de-escalation and safe restraint techniques, B, emergency first aid, C, CPR, or D, all of the above? I wish it was all of the above. Let's do B. No, it's all of them. Oh. That just seems like a pretty good law. I don't have enough faith in people. <laughs> yeah, we like that one. <laughs> Hi, what's your name? Sarah. Hi, Sarah. True or false? 
To address their growing substitute teacher shortage, Illinois will now allow college students in good standing in teaching programs to attain their substitute's license. True. True. And really, it's not like they're going to be more drunk than a regular substitute. <laughs> so it's fine. Let's go to somebody else. Hi, what's your name? Michael. Hi, Michael. Uh, New York just legalized what new method of human burial? A, human taxidermy. B, human composting. C, burial at sea, Osama bin Laden style. <laughs> uh, we're going to go with human composting. That is correct. A lovely option. They did that in Colorado, too? Great. Not in Tennessee. Not in Tennessee. Not in Tennessee. It's a really good point. Hi, Betsy. Hi, John. Uh, True or false, Betsy. The Medical Board of California can discipline medical professionals for spreading COVID misinformation and is now legally categorized as unprofessional behavior. Hopefully, yes. Yep, that's true. California censoring and silencing people in ways we love. (laughs) Hi, what's your name? I'm Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. A new Connecticut law will expunge this from the state's computers, though they've warned the process will take several months. Is it A, social security information for all air travel visitors, B, TikTok accounts on state devices, or C, criminal convictions for small amounts of marijuana, or D, the Wayne Knight uh, 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 virus from Jurassic Park? Ooh, I would go with the TikTok. No. No? Criminal convictions for small amounts of marijuana. (laughs) Take the mic away from her. Hi, what's your name? June, like the month. All right, June. Oregon legalized the adult use of what drug? Is it A, cyclocybin, or B, religion man? (laughs) Cyclocybin. Yeah, it was. They did that. It's pretty cool. I hear it works. Last question. Hi, what's your name? My name is Ari. True or false? The Texas state legislator enacted a law that says if you're caught driving with a mattress on top of your car, you might just be a redneck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ari. That was not a real question. Uh, You've won the game. When we come back, Walter, I hardly knew her. (laughs) Stupid. We have for you now another incredible Barbara Walters clip in which she interviews V. Stiviano, the alleged mistress to Donald Sterling, the disgraced racist former owner of the Clippers. Roll that beautiful Babs footage. Can you tell me what your relationship with Donald Sterling is? I'm Mr. Sterling's right-hand arm man. I'm Mr. Sterling everything. I'm his confidant, his best friend, his silly rabbit. His what? His silly rabbit. His silly rabbit? Yes. Is that what he calls you? No. When we come back, Nepo Baby New Year is here. Hey, don't go anywhere. There's more of Love It or Leave It coming up. Love It or Leave It is brought to you by Angels Envy. How can envy be a motivating force that inspires people? I don't know. I mean, Maybe look at look at Elon Musk. I mean, just, you know, <laughs> envy makes the world go round. Envy and FOMO. That's basically it. That's a, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, half, that's capitalism. <laughs> Envy is commonly regarded as a vice, but it can be a good thing. Envy can be a catalyst for creation, inspiring the world to raise the bar. And Angel's Envy is a bourbon that is worth the envy. I was wondering where we were going with this. Angel's Envy bends the traditional rules of whiskey. It's a little different from all other bourbons out there. This bourbon makes the perfect gift for any occasion. Angel's Envy are the pioneers of secondary finishing in bourbon and one of the first full production urban distilleries in downtown Louisville. 
With its unique bottle design, Angel's Envy bourbon finished in port barrels is sure to be the envy of any bar cart too. Look for Angel's Envy bourbon finished in port barrels. Please drink responsibly. Copyright 2024, Angel's Envy, bottled by Louisville Distilling Company, Louisville, Kentucky. Love It or Leave It is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home. On top of the wide variety of houseplants available, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Mike Pence should have gotten one of those after Election Day. (laughs) (laughs) The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants for all climates, locations, and needs. Available 24-7, you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape designs, and how best to take care of your plants. The point is, I may not have a green thumb, but that's why Fast Growing Trees is perfect for me because it makes it so easy. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LOVEIT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code LOVEIT at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code LOVEIT. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions apply. The savings rock when you find a new way to roll. Like sharing the right to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling, up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. And we're back. It's the first week of a brand new year, and who knows what's in store. Maybe you'll get rich and fall in love. Maybe you'll get hit by a car, but the driver will be a hot millionaire who falls in love with you. Probably you'll just send some emails and go to the bathroom so much or so little, you'll wonder if you should talk to your doctor. I don't know what the new year holds. I don't even know what the rest of this show holds. It's the first work week of January. I'm not reading all these cards in advance. But my next guest might be able to give us a little taste of what the next 12 months have in store. Please welcome the youngest, most diapered guest we've ever had on Love It or Leave It. It's Baby New Year 2023. (laughs) Hi, Baby New Year. Goo goo gaga, John. (laughs) I'm sorry. I meant to say Happy New Year. That's embarrassing. Uh, Not at all. You're, You're a baby. That's the thing. I'm literally a baby. We all have to stop being so hard on ourselves this year. I'm one week old and I'm already holding up my own head. Like, that's incredible. I'm amazing. I'm beautiful. You're doing incredible for a newborn. Thank you. And can I just say something? Can I get ahead of the story, as it were? What story is that? Don't be coy, John. I know what everybody's saying about me. I saw the New York Times magazine. I've seen the TikToks. And I just want to say this. Yes, my father was baby New Year 2022. And I'm sorry, but I don't think that should take away from everything I've accomplished in the past week since I've been alive. <laughs> okay, I mean, it never even occurred to me, like, baby New Year, you're, but that makes sense. You're a Nepo baby. You're <sighs> Nepo baby New Year. I hate that term. It's so reductive. Like, did my dad's name put me in the running to be baby New Year? Yes. Did it get me in the room? Of course. <laughs> But I don't care who your father is. If you can't giggle on cue and make execs want to spoon feed you applesauce, it doesn't cut it, honey. 
Most babies crawl into that room and literally shit themselves. Wait, so I'm just... So you had an audition to be Baby New Year? Who was your competition? Ultimately, it came down to me and one other person, and I shouldn't say who, but let's just say their dad is a Jonas brother. That is saying. Oh, my God. And she's so talented, and we're, like, actually friends in real life, but she just couldn't pull off the top hat. And that's, if I'm being honest, what you low-born people don't really understand. Celebrity family members only get you so far. I'm sorry, us low-born people? Oh my God, you cannot get mad at me. I'm just a tiny baby, goo goo gaga. Okay, no offense, baby New Year, but it feels like you really lean on that baby thing when it's suddenly convenient. Be careful, John. I feel a scream coming on. And once baby starts screaming, baby doesn't stop. I wouldn't want to have to call child services on you, babe. Wait, are you, are you threatening me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, no, a weak old baby threatening you? You sound so silly right now. Anyway, I'm glad we can all agree that a so-called Nepo baby simply isn't all it's cracked up to be, unfair advantage-wise. I don't think we've all agreed with that. In fact, some way it's even harder in this industry. I have so many crazy expectations to live up to. Do you know who my dad was? Yeah, your dad was last year. 2022. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Dr. Oz running for Senate. Republicans pissing their pants because Lizzo played that crystal flute. Don't worry, darling. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. My father is a genius. A sick, fucking, twisted genius. How am I supposed to top that in my career? Well, baby New Year, I I mean, I think I speak for everyone and I say, you do not need to top 2022. In fact, if nothing at all interesting happened for the next 12 months, you would be among the most celebrated years of all time. Actually, since I have you here, could I run a couple ideas past you? Pitches for the year? So, like, we'll know what happens in the future? I mean, I'm still workshopping. They're all probably, like, so bad. (laughs) I just want to get, like, the creative juices flowing, get some ideas on paper. All right, I'm terrified but intrigued. Let's hear these ideas. Okay, do you remember COVID? (laughs) Yeah, I remember COVID. It's back. The twist, it makes you horny. (laughs) All right, well, that's half an idea. What else you got? (sighs) Picture it. A Johnny Depp renaissance. Next. Nope. No, a geriatric Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) The curse of the golden... Look, I can see it happening. I don't like that. I can imagine it happening. I'm just saying I don't love it. Okay. Kamala Harris Mm -hmm. takes one too many edibles and starts a third party. Well, let's think about that one. No, no. Next. Not a good idea. Um, Pete Davidson starts dating Marina Abramovic. The Serbian conceptual artist? Baby New Year, no. That one's already been greenlit. What? Yeah, I have my dad calling a favor. To Pete Davidson? Duh. Okay, baby New Year, no offense, but you're genuinely terrible at this. Have you thought about pursuing something else? You wouldn't have to live in your family's shadow. You could be your own baby. Fuck you, John. (laughs) I was born to be baby New Year. I was bred for it. Yeah, you know what that means. Sex without a condom on purpose. That's what it means. I'm going to be the most batshit, jam-packed year of your pathetic little life. I'm going to make Mitch McConnell and Chris Pratt make out. I'm going to make Mitch McConnell, Chris Pratt, and you make out at the fucking Mario premiere. You'll see. You'll all see. I get to go to the Mario premiere? (laughs) 
<laughs> That's cool. One last question. So your dad is last year. Yes. And he's an old man now. And a year ago, he was a baby just like you. So your life only lasts one year. You'll be dead in a year. <laughs> Babe, we'll both be dead in a year. Oh, come on. <laughs> the future is unwritten, my darlings. Get out of here, Nepo baby New Year. I'll drink champagne at your funeral. Oh, goo goo gaga, you Stop motherfucker. <laughs> Peace out, bitches. Zant's the Gerber baby. His grandpa's the baby from Look Who's Talking. It's all who you know. Thanks so much to Zach Noe Towers. Check out Zach's web series, We Host, with Zach and Darren on YouTube. When we come back, another tribute to a broadcasting legend. And we're back. Of course, Barbara Walters asked questions for half a century, and boy, are there questions she felt she could ask that we say now, in hindsight, are a no good. <laughs> there were, to be honest, too many to pick, but here are a few that just remind all of us that the 90s were very bad. Tonight. You have been described as a, a bimbo, a stalker, a seductress. Barbara Walters with Monica Lewinsky. You are a little overweight. More than a little. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I'm saying that there are people that were the people that did this to both me and Corey yeah. that are still working, they're still out there, and they're some of the richest, most powerful people in this business. And they are And they predator? do not want they're... me saying what I'm saying right now. Are you saying that they're pedophiles? Yes. And that yes. they're still in this business? Yes. Wow. It's a many-feathered bird, okay? Be careful what you wish for. That's what I'll tell you. You know, don't go into it with naivety. Don't go into it thinking that it's all roses and You're sunglasses. You're damaging an entire industry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna... Why didn't you have your nose fixed? Everybody must have said to you, have your nose fixed. How did you know it was going to be right? Well, um... My assistant asked me something, and I'm going to blame it on her because I wouldn't have had the nerve otherwise. Is it all you? <laughs> well, I can't show you here. I don't tell you. I'll well, take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> wild. What women specifically used to get asked in interviews is wild. Up until three days ago. <laughs> Up until next week, the things that women get asked in interviews are wild. When we come back, is that show for real? And we're back. The new year means new TV to watch as we impatiently wait for a new season of White Lotus. Maybe Jennifer Coolidge will play her own twin. You haven't thought about it as a possibility until now. It's possible. Here to take a look forward at what we'll be staring at, slack-jawed and momentarily at peace this year, welcome to the stage the hilarious Andrea Jin and the amazing Alex Edelman. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Have you seen the trailer for Milf Manor? No. Have you seen No, the- that's a lie. I saw you watch it backstage. No, I was wa- <laughs> I was watching it like you is that the whole thing? Yeah. I went on Twitter and I searched <laughs> Milf Manor and I was afraid. And then there was like a 10 second clip, but it doesn't show you anything. They don't show you anything. I first that was, there's some dark secret to the show. I was like, this is an extreme spinoff of Meerkat Manor that uh, <laughs> that show. Because that was, show is fucking amazing, People honestly. People love Meerkat Manor. Yeah, they it's pop so up. good. That's yeah. the thing about Meerkat. If you haven't seen Meerkat Manor, it's so compelling, honestly. I'll check it out. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I saw, I think, 30 seconds, but all I saw was like, you know. A lot of MILFs. I'm not sure what the point... It seems like the point is that the boys are going to be their sons. Right. Oh, the boy, when they gasp at the end. Yeah, when they gasp at the end. Yeah. What else? They, what's the other reason they could possibly be gasping, other than the fact that it's their sons? Maybe they're all members of the same 
NFL team. Could, yeah. It could be that. They could all be one NFL team. NFL. Like, oh, my God, it's the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, it's yeah. fantastic, you know? That's a good one. <laughs> it's their sons, though. It's definitely their sons. Yeah. Now it's time for a game. Well, <laughs> part of me, like, this merits more discussion, probably, right? I know. I know. I feel like uh, we're too scared. What are you afraid of, Alex? Yeah. Well, part of me wants to be like... Don't MILFs deserve love, too? Well, of course they do. Yeah. So, hey, what, yeah. do you hate mothers? Yeah. You know what I mean? But These with are... each other's sons. Everyone is someone's son, you know? Like, just, <laughs> I assume Whoa. they don't all sleep in the same, like, summer camp style. I assume it's not like Camp Mo Rashad. Like, I assume there's, like... <laughs> well, I think, I think the point that you're making, which is an important one, <laughs> is if one MILF sleeps with a man who happens to be the son of another MILF, the show's premise is not that they're going to make the mother watch. Is that the point that <laughs> yeah, you're making? <laughs> let's just get to the let's get like, to the yeah, brass tacks here. I get that it's shocking, but it's like we're, the point is that like yes, all sex is completely disgusting, and right. like the idea that like we have to actually think about the fact that that it is someone else's person that we are having sex with, like someone else's child, is absolutely <laughs> gross. But like, see, see, I agree. But like, right. that, like, I've never thought about that before. <laughs> Everyone is someone's kid. Someone's yeah. kid. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Every woman is a mother or a sister. Well, Wait. no, that's not true. Oh, no, <laughs> that's, a, that's a fault. That, see now, what's interesting yeah. there is that is not true. Or a daughter. Yes. Or a daughter. Well, they're all sorry, daughters. That's what I meant. They're definitely daughter. all daughters. So, so let's sorry. Just stepping back. No, not all is sisters. A daughter, except for Dolly the sheep. That's a whole different situation. That's not, right. That's nothing. Yeah. Dolly the sheep is nothing. Dolly the sheep is Dolly the sheep. Dolly is, sheep is Dolly the sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Milf cloned manor, I, uh, and they're all each other. It's one person. <laughs> 30, yes, it's one person thirty times. Maybe that's the twist. Maybe they just like they're like, oh my god, every single person is Joe Burrow, the quarterback <laughs> of the Cincinnati Bengals. I yeah. won't let go of this Bengals thing. They're all in the Bengals, John. They're all in on the Bengals. It's on your mind. Yeah. yeah. Do you think they're gonna throw in a you know a wild card like it's someone's stepson? <laughs> I think. <laughs> And then at the end, they end up together. I, I feel like that would be a good curveball. What are the straights doing? What's gone wrong? <laughs> this is the worst thing straight people have ever done. I would argue this is the best thing that straight people have yes. done. Yeah. We are in support of working mothers. They are working. They are on television. They're finding love. Yes, finally. With each other's sons. Yes. I think it's actually, when you think about it, it's pretty beautiful. Everyone's a mother or a daughter. The really messed up twist is if everyone is a neighbor boy who grew up next door oh, to the mill. I was thinking of neighbor. Just, here's and the thing. Every single step we take is closer to what is clearly your fantasy. No, <laughs> it's not. And then, and then, the, and then, what if, the, and then the milk is like, "Hey, you want to have Tostitos and Cheese Whiz?" And you're like, "Maybe, I guess." Where's Billy? Billy's not home. Billy's with Billy's dad. Is no, that what I you were thinking? In, I grew up in an Orthodox Jewish enclave. Like, standing up peeing was frowned upon. Like, it was very like this is. It was not the... The twist of Milf Manor is they are all orthodox. <laughs> they cut to that. Everyone's wearing a yarmulke with payas coming down the sides. I like, like that. Rabbi Kornbluth? I can't believe it, you I know? I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. And there's going to be a lot of fiddling on the roof. I'm really sorry, everybody. 
Why are you groaning at all the best stuff? Yeah. Yeah, what's your problem? What's your fucking problem, everybody? You you hate mothers? Do you hate everyone is someone's Jewish daughter? Yeah. Or son. Everyone is Jewish. Everyone is Jewish. Yeah. On some level, if you think about it, we're all Jewish. If you really think about it, everyone. Think about it. Good. Now it's time for a game. <laughs> I heard you say Jesus fucking Christ. And you know what? He was a Jew. Another example. Famous Jewish man, yeah. Jesus Christ. That's proof. That's proof that everyone is a Jew. <laughs> That's proof. That's it. <laughs> Ipso facto. Case closed. Yes. Without <laughs> now it's time for a game we're calling Streaming Killed the TV Star. Here's how it works. Uh, we're going to need a volunteer out there. And we're going to read you three log lines for an actual TV show. And you, our audience, will listen to our three log lines. You will tell us which one is the real one and which of the other two we made up. Because um, these shows are stupid. (laughs) Who would like to volunteer? Hi, what's your name? Hi, I'm Devin. And Devin, you're here with Logan. I am. And you're sticking with him. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, that was a pause, huh? (laughs) It's okay. Don't decide now. Okay. Devin, our first show is called The Farmer Wants a Wife. Here are your three potential log lines. You tell us which one is real. Carrie Coon stars in Paramount Plus' latest historical drama based on the real-life phenomenon of 19th-century mail-order pioneer brides. Six single farmers embark on a quest to find everlasting love. Six single city gals muck out the horse stalls? <laughs> will these farmers want them as a wife or will they say as a horse? <laughs> nay. No. <laughs> Boo. Okay, how do you nay? I'm Have Canadian. You seen... <laughs> <laughs> Your cop cars are horses. Like, what are you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm from I'm from China as well. So. Is there there is nowhere without horses? Yeah. They are fucking everywhere. Chinese Canadian I don't know horse. Ne 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 ne. Can someone help? Ne. Devin, where nay. where? Devin. Yeah, thank you. Nay. No, you, you did okay. terribly too. She said it exactly no, how I said that it. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Give it she to Logan. She said exactly Logan, how I said it. What God. sound does a horse make? Nay. What is going on here? <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm in. Am I in sliders? Have I jumped to a universe where no one knows what a horse does? What is going on? Is this the part like, of sliders where everything looks the same except the Golden Gate Bridge? Wait, 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 John, I got it. John, I got it. The that's not an no, A. It doesn't that's work with a. the paragraph. Like. That's it not needs an to a. work with the copy. Okay. But. Wait, no, they both did it exactly how I did it, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. See, without a speaker in the house, everything fucking goes to shit. <laughs> Alex, read the third one. No, okay. I read want, the third one. I need it's the episode of Sliders where the Golden Gate Bridge is blue, and that's when they realize they can't stay. But can someone nay, though? I do want to hear it. From Chip and Joanna Gaines's Magnolia Network, in conjunction with FarmersOnly.com, HGTV's latest series follows host Sean Gelfus as he travels the country refurbishing farmhouses and looking for love. 
What do you think, Devin? I think I'm going with the six single farmers. Yep. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Yay! You got it. <laughs> Next up, we have a show called The Traders. Who wants to do this one? Who wants to play? Hi, what's your name? Jesse. J- and Jesse, I'm sorry to ask, but uh, do you know what sound a horse makes? <laughs> <laughs> My wife did a really good one, so I'm going to hand it to her. Do it. Let's hear it. Do it. <laughs> Thank you. <Whoa. laughs> How come you guys never had to nay? You know what? Thank you for noticing yeah, that. Yeah, because uh, you guys shit on me so hard. For yeah, not- I know. <laughs> the Traders. <laughs> it's a Scottish reality show. Which of these three long lines is the real one? First, a Scottish reality show turns celebrity mole up to an 11 when a group dubbed The Faithful competes to win only for a group of traitors to sentence a member of The Faithful to die each night. Stars takes you back to the birth of America in this romantic drama about the enduring love between Benedict Arnold and his wife, Peggy Shippen, herself, the highest paid spy in the revolution, and historians say the one who convinced Benedict Arnold to betray his young nation. I genuinely want to see that fucking show. (laughs) Christina Applegate stars in the stark HBO Max comedy about the -the behind-the-scenes backstabbing at a daytime talk show not unlike Sally Jesse Raphael. What do you think, Jesse? I mean, I too would love it to be the Benedict Arnold one, but I'm kind of thinking it's the third one. Incorrect. Oh. Joke's on you. HBO Max isn't making anything new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only thing they're making are tax write-offs. <laughs> That's showbiz insider nonsense. <laughs> it was the first one. It was the Scottish trade show. It's hosted by Alan Cumming. Alan oh, Cumming? By the way, when they say sentence to die each night, the word die was in quotation. They don't actually kill anybody. It's like a game. Yeah. Yeah, I should have put more spin on the ball. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, wow, they're sentencing these people to death. That's really intense. It's an intense show. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, what's your name? My name's Brad. Your name's Brad? Yep. Is that okay? You okay being Brad? (laughs) Not today. Not today? Today's age. White guy named Brad, just a little it's, on the nose. It's tough, huh, Brad? It became. What is that about that name, Brad? That it got tough. Is it short for anything, Brad? No, Lee? it's just like one uh, degree short of Wonder Bread. What? Jesus, Brad! Well, stand up for yourself. Time, <laughs> you've had a lot of time to think about this, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you okay, <laughs> Brad? Are you okay? I'm right. Thank you for asking, Brad. This is a show called <laughs> Copenhagen Cowboy. Three log lines. Pick which one's real. Michael Stuhlbarg stars in this Apple TV limited series as J.F. Strunzi, the physician of Denmark's King Christian VII, who introduced a series of unprecedented reforms between 1770 and 1773, including the abolishment of all censorship. Mm-hmm. Or is it mine? Uh, <laughs> 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 or is it mine? Are you ready? Okay. Uh, <laughs> a renegade embarks on a quest for vengeance that will require her to navigate Copenhagen's criminal underworld, where she'll go up against both natural and supernatural foes in this Netflix noir thriller. Mm-hmm. What if I just read yours but said uh, King Christian the Sixth instead of the Seventh? And I was like, who is it? Okay. All right. Jesse Plemons stars in this thriller as a Texas cattle rancher traveling to Denmark to memorialize his late wife, only to find evidence that she might not be so dead after all. Whoa. Ooh. I really think it's the third. No. It's no. We made that up. We're making up some good shows. <laughs> I want to watch that show. But we it's tri- the drama. It's the it cop drama about the supernatural. It's Andrea's. We tricked you. Uh, we tricked you, tricked you. <laughs> Brad. <laughs> the next one was Milf Manor. Let's go to the Brad. next one. <laughs> we really covered Milf Manor. Hi, what's your name? Rachel. Rachel. This is a show called Love Off the Grid. 
Four people accustomed to modern amenities risk it all and join their partner who lives in the wilderness. Mm. Okay, 12 Gen Z singles attempt to find love without the use of technology. Any technology. (laughs) Alex, you're up. All right. Two nature-loving interior designers (laughs) flip Unabomber Ted Kaczynski's cabin into the perfect honeymoon Airbnb. What do you think, Rachel? Uh, I kind of want it to be the third one, but I think the maybe number two? No. No? No. It was the first one. The first one. It was the first one about the couples in the woods. Uh We tricked you again. Hi, what's your name? Hi, I'm Bianca. Hi, Bianca. Which one of these is fucking real, Bianca? (laughs) Let's fucking find out. It's called Flock Stars. In this short-lived animated series, Dave Franco and Michael Pena voice Nikki and Shane, a couple of foul-mouthed geese living in Echo Park. (laughs) Follow these two bird brains as they complain about L.A. hipsters, gentrification, and their mutual disdain for gluten-free breadcrumbs. Love. Mm Mm-hmm. This 2015 British reality show followed British celebrities as they tried to learn how to be sheep herders, complete with the use of sheepdogs. While the professional shepherds who served as trainers on the show were easy to look at, the rest of the show's excitement peaked with shouts of, Release the sheep! (laughs) What happened to the 12 disciples after the ascension of Christ? (laughs) Can you say road trip? Matthew, John, Simon, and the rest of the gang take their show on the road, teaching Jesus' message to the masses, at least when they can remember it. This raunchy biblical comedy was deemed wanton sacrilege by the Catholic Church and is banned in five countries. Ooh, Bianca, that sounds good. Slay Jesus, (laughs) see. What do you think the answer is, Bianca? See, Jesus. No. Do you really think? Do you really think they made a show? Do you think you would have remembered if there was a show where the disciples of Christ went on a road trip together and it was banned in most countries? Bianca, it's the one about the British people herding sheep. Mm -hmm. And finally, so much easier, by the way, to drink when Jesus is around. Yeah. Because you just order tap water and then he's like, and then like, you know, you have wine. Mm -hmm. Do you think they charge Jesus a corking vape? (laughs) You think about it. You know, if you bring a bottle to a nice restaurant, they're like, they'll charge you. (laughs) But it probably didn't, this didn't exist then. (laughs) At the time, they they weren't really restaurants. You know, there were were no restaurants back in the day. Where did they go to eat then? Yeah, it just wasn't like the modern restaurant. Like, I know that like in like Roman excavations, there's like places where they made and sold food, but it's not like there's like a waiter. So you're just going to table that big in someone's house, like the one where they're all sat on the same side? You think that that was a restaurant? You think that was like a, you think that that was like a, Jesus party of 13? <laughs> I mean... Is that what you thought this whole time? Like, they went to the front of the Bertucci's thing, and they're like, oh, that big party is here. I'm the Jesus Christ party. party of 12? <laughs> or 13? 13. Yeah, yeah, 13. Or 12 14. and Judas. I guess, like, I guess it's 14. Yeah. 13. Thir- is it 14? It's probably Those. 14. Everyone's Jewish. They don't know. I don't yeah. know. Uh, and finally, a show called Too Ugly to Handle. Hi, what's your name? Hi, I'm Sophia. Hi, Sophia. Which of these is the real logline for a show called Too Ugly to Handle? Alex, kick it off. As this TLC series reveals, while dating can be awkward and uncomfortable, some have a hidden medical condition that leaves them mortified and ruins their confidence. Their conditions affect their daily lives, and they fear they will never find love. Mm. Mm. It's sad. Yeah. 
Hosted by Tyra Banks, this Discovery Plus show follows traditionally hot people <laughs> as they experience what life is like while disguised in a hunchback costume. In this Netflix Love is Blind spinoff, five hot assholes, <laughs> five kind uggos, go toe-to-toe for one beautiful woman who will only see their faces in the season's finale. Ooh, I like so, that. So, Sophia, we've got people dating with some kind of condition on TLC, a Discovery <laughs> Plus show about hot people being disguised as ugly, or a Netflix Love is Blind spinoff where the ugly that are kind compete against handsome dicks for the love of a beautiful woman. Which one is the real one? I think the third one. Incorrect. We, in fact, made them all up. Yeah, oh my God. Thank God. Thank, yeah, thank none God. None of them are real. So yes. You win. You win. Uh, <laughs> and that's our game. Thank you so much to Andrea and Alex. That was so much fun. When we come back, we'll gaze into a new crystal ball and make some New Year's predictions. Don't go anywhere. This is Love It or Leave It, and there's more on the way. Sofas, recliners, love seats, everything is better in leather. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley, where bold meets durable. And wait a minute, who's been finger painting on the couch again? That's okay. Leather is easy to clean. The new leather collection at Ashley is built with the durability you need for the whole family. Yes, pets too. Luxury is meant to be livable. Shop chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Beyonce, Katanji Brown Jackson, the lady who spent 500 days in a cave. Women are all around us. And this Women's History Month, the Crooked Store is celebrating with a pop-up shop featuring favorites from women of color founded companies. For a limited time, the SheCommerce pop-up shop has everything from delicious goodies to kids books to candles, all from small companies that we love. It is a great way to support women of color while treating a woman in your own life. Maybe that's yourself to a sweet distraction from the endless horrors that we face every single day. Happy Women's History Month to all. Check out what's in stock at crooked.com slash store for this month only. Hi, I'm Erin Ryan, a writer and host of the podcast Hysteria. And I'm Alyssa Mastromonaco, former White House Deputy Chief of Staff and also a host of Hysteria. And this week, we were asked to talk about Women's History Month. And on behalf of women everywhere, okay, fine. Our show, Hysteria, is about the way news and culture impacts women in America every week of the year. From the latest on reproductive rights to the ways pop culture handles women's stories. And not just because it's March, okay? We exist the other 11 months of the year, too. What? Don't... (laughs) Uh, You heard it here first. Don't even get us started on our exclusive YouTube series, This Fucking Guy, where we try to figure out how the worst people in America got to be so awful. So if you're looking for a pod that's by the ladies and for everyone, make sure to subscribe to Hysteria wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. The Cricket Store is having a post-holiday sale. Shop bestsellers and more and get up to 75% off. Head to Cricket.com slash store to shop. And listen, if you haven't gone to our store in a while, we have really good stuff there. So please do go to Cricket.com slash store. Also, don't miss the upcoming season finale of Radio Lingo, the newest podcast from Cricket and Duolingo. In last week's episode, host Ahmed Ali Akbar takes you on a journey through the world of secret and invented languages. From Nicaraguan Sign Language to Esperanto, explore the factors that drive communities to create and maintain new languages. Listen to new episodes of Radio Lingo today wherever you get your podcasts. 
Also, we are going to do uh, one more Barbara Walters clip. And um, look, she was horny for Hugh Jackman. There's no other way to say it. And that was important. That's part of her legacy. So let's roll the clip. Before I forget okay. the script. Okay. Okay, I sit, you stand, right? Of course. You okay. Can. Have we got any music? Okay, Barbara. Are you feeling that this house came out special? Hey, look at me, baby. Come on. Here we are. You don't want to. <laughs> Come on. Turn off those cameras. We're off and running. I have no more questions. <laughs> R.I.P. By the way, that whole Chris Christie interview is absolutely horrifying. She does the Trump thing where she's like, some people say that you're extremely fat. And it is like, and he's like, some people, and she's like, some people say you're really, like, it's just clearly just her asking <laughs> questions. She's like, but some people say that you're extremely overweight, and it's really, like, the whole interview it's, is that. You feel so bad for him. Yeah, there's so many moments in Barbara Walter interviews where it's so hard to go back and, like, evaluate these conversations because it's like, on the one hand, she is reflecting the culture. Sure. And the other hand, she's also a creator of culture. So she's doing both, right? She reflects the culture, but she also created the culture. And you can tell there are moments where, oh, she is a clearly just a product of her time. Mm-hmm. And then there are moments where you're like, no, she wants Barbara Streisand to get a fucking nose job. <laughs> All right. Oh. Wait, what? What? The TLC show with the medical condition for Too Ugly for Love was real? Oh. I thought what? that was a fun... Wait, is it what? called Too Ugly to Handle or Too Ugly to Love? Oh, wait, which we, one was real? Guys, there was a miscommunication. Yeah. I thought we were ending with a funny one that was just a joke one that we made up because it seemed to me the impossible that Too it existed. Cruel. But Kendra wrote on a big computer screen, I don't want us to get sued. The TLC show Too Ugly for Love is real. That's and crazy. I, for one, think it sounds great. <laughs> yeah. But look, we've got a, we've got a lot to cover. And welcome back to the stage, Zach Noe Towers. Zach, come back out here. You're missing all the fun. Come on. Hi, Zach. For the first time. Hi. Did you know that the show on TLC called Too Ugly for Love was real? I can relate to that. <laughs> Stop Just it. my insides, not my outsides. Come on. <laughs> my outsides are fine. Come on. They're lovable. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Wrong. thank you. I agree. Yeah, why did Andrea no one agree? Would, Andrea would fuck me. Yeah, of course. You know, Zach can't talk about it, but he just booked this role on a TV show where he's on it and his mom is also on it, but he can't say what it is. But <laughs> 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 well, you can't talk about it. I can't. That's so, uh, oh, but you must want to talk about it so bad. Uh, okay, there's lots of fucking, but... <laughs> Other than that, I can't say anything. Excited <laughs> to find out more about it. All right. Now it's time for a segment we're calling Hot Take Predictions. Whatever. 2023 predictions. Here's how it works. It's hot takes, but it's for predictions that we're going to have to defend. So each of us is going to get a prediction. We're going to have to defend it for 30 seconds. If we want, we can pass. But what we get to do after may be worse. We each get one pass. All right, let's see what's up first. Oh, it says 2023 is the year monkeypox comes back, and it's my fault, and it's so much worse. Uh, 
yeah, that's my prediction. My prediction is I become a different fucking person that is in any way going to be responsible that any that happens when a bunch of gay people get very close and get skin to skin. That's going to be on me. I'm the kind of gay person that just can't wait to take my sore covered body to a fucking rave. That's me. Oh, I can't miss a rave. If you know me, you know that it's like it's because I know what a circuit party is. I know what that term means, and I have been to all of the circuit. I've, I know how to follow the circuit from where it goes to where the full circuit, and when it meets the capacitors and the resistors in the loop, and where the switch is, and how the circuit works. And that's why monkeypox is going to be coming back, and it's my fault, and it'll be worse. <laughs> Thank you. You ran over the clock. I ran over the clock. Are there rules? I shouldn't have. A circuit party. <laughs> Zach, what's a circuit party? Alex, I'll, I'll show you later via Google image, and uh, we'll have a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you want to know what a circuit party is? No. Do you, you want to know what a circuit party is? What is? I know what it is. <laughs> I'm just joshing. Is it a party? <laughs> Don't ask me take any more questions. No. Alex, Alex, take a guess. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I want to hear. Hey, Alex, I genuinely Alex. thought it's a party that takes place in the remains of an old circuit city. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the chain? Yeah, that's what it is. You got it, right? He got it. I thought his answer was going to be homophobic, but it's, it's just, just very funny. Yeah. yeah. Tell us what you really think it is. I, I no. Talk about what you think gay people do no. on this podcast. No, absolutely fucking not. Can I phone a friend? Like no. you know? Is it, is it, no. All right. I, let's see what. Let's see. Let's see what's next. Alex, you're up. 2023 will be the year we get our first Jewish president. Let me tell you how. Wow, why did I get this question? Okay, um, uh, yeah, I mean, 2023 is going to be the year that we get our first Jewish president because due to a series of extremely complicated but ultimately very progressive uh, <laughs> policies that are put in place by the very thoughtful and pro-Semitic Republican House... <laughs> Doug Emhoff enters the presidential line of succession. <laughs> and eventually, you know, yeah. it, all, it all works out. And it all works out. Listen, I think we all knew where this ended in 2023. President Doug Emhoff. Yeah. I think it would be great to have an entertainment lawyer as president. He's you know? a cool. I'm a big fan of Doug Emhoff, honestly. He's, we're, listen, we're pro Doug Pod. <laughs> yes. All right, let's see what's next. We love the Hoff. Don't hassle Hoff. Yeah. <laughs> wait, hold, wait. Can I skip? Yeah. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, it said 2023 was the year I see Bill Cosby on tour. What's next? Okay, Ruth Bader Ginsburg rises from the dead to exact her revenge. Yeah, she's obviously going to do that because <laughs> did we see how she was buried? Nobody did. So we don't know where she went. She could come back easily. Easily. Ghosts are real, you know? <laughs> And who has a bigger chance of coming back than that woman? You know, she's a mother and a sister. (laughs) And that is all. All right, let's see what's next. Wow. (laughs) Zach? 2023 is the year I become a father, Um, which is possible. Science says. So, as an aspiring pansexual, there is a world in which I go to Burning Man, dodge your monkeypox village, accidentally put my erect penis 
in a woman. And the dance party kind of just like coaxes a load out of me. And that's how it happened. Can you, can you say load on love it or leave it? Yeah, you can. You can't say coax. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, but load is fine. So we'll bleep coax. Coax is a load is the best. Coax a load. Coax is a load. Yeah. I'm gonna be, I love that. I like you, 50 I'm, shades of gray. Coax is a load. I've, I've never, like truly, <laughs> the English language is beautiful. Coaxing a load is not a phrase I've ever heard before. It's horrible. <laughs> it's evocative. Thank you, Zach. I'm a poet. Let's see what's next. 2023 will be the year I take out one of the late night hosts and love it or leave it hits prime time. Yeah. Sure. Anything is possible. Late night has been a place where there's just been like white guy after white guy after white guy after white guy. White gay guy? Does it count? My answer remains yes. Thank you. What are you doing? Nothing. It's radio. <laughs> he's on Grinder. <laughs> he's legitimately. Well, you're he's not working g- on the father thing right yeah. now. That's not, yeah. yeah. not going to yeah. get you the child you're trying to create. All right, Alex, you're up. Yeah. This okay. Is, yeah. Okay. 2023 fine. will be the year we finally let kids yeah. microdose at Drag Queen Story Hour. Okay. Look. If the logical progression of if you give a mouse a cookie is going to make sense, you're going to need some psychedelics for it, right? If you're going to need, if you're going to get through Amelia Bedelia's bullshit, if you're going to get through any of these children's books where, frankly, the narrative makes absolutely no sense, psychedelics should be absolutely required. And also, I hear that there's a congresswoman in Louisiana who's got some really brilliant ideas on how people should be spending their time. Kind of miss that story, too, honestly. But, like, I I heard a little from the back. But yeah, kids should absolutely be doing drugs so that books make sense, and the only people who are brave enough to uh, give the drugs to them are drag queens? I don't yeah. you know. Yeah, okay. there you made a lot of sense. Thank you. Thank you. That is what will happen this year. All right, let's see what's next. 2023 is the year the left does their version of January 6th. Yeah, of course it's going to be the year that the left is going to do that. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is... <laughs> Is coming back from the dead. She's leading us. That's the revenge we were talking about. And uh, and then we're, we're all going to sing. What do the left do? Nothing. <laughs> we're going to. Nothing. We'll tweet our way through it. Tweet. Yeah. Um, we'll tweet and eat je- jello. <laughs> yeah. 100%. <laughs> And then have a dinner party. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg's skeleton and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. will lead us yeah. uh, in singing or, cr- a Megan Trainer song yeah. on the steps of the Capitol. <laughs> and, and then, then we, that'll be it. We'll win. And we'll have uh, drugs. There will be drugs. Yeah. I think Woo! that's what... I don't know what the left does. I'm Chinese. <laughs> I'm Chinese-Canadian. We don't have horses. <laughs> We've been so much better at January 6th. Like, I truly believe this. They break into the Capitol. They're in the rotunda. And there are these velvet ropes going down the middle. And they stayed inside the ropes. And I was like, if we got in there, we really would have, like, explored the space. We would know what we're looking for. They were so disorganized. Like, we would've, there would have been plans. There would have been leaders. There would have been people who would actually, like, good at insurrection. And, like, I don't want to be, like, the guy, obviously. But, like... We deserve better terrorism, like in America. Like we deserve the best terrorism. Like yeah. and I just it's so insulting that like 
this is the same thing they did with the fucking Boston Tea Party. We haven't progressed. We're like, st- the Tea Party is still the worst that we have. Like, wow. I was, it was so frustrating because I was like, you're in there. You've done this. And then they just fucking milled around and took stupid photos. They didn't and let- know. They really were the dog that caught the car. They couldn't believe they were inside. They were like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because the way that we do it is we over plan for success and then fall short. Like, we would have, like, right. the vision to invade the Capitol, if it was from the left would have like the end of the plan would have been like a utopian society in 2065 like they would have known exactly what they were doing exactly what they were looking for and i watched it and i was like you fucking suck at terrorism like it's so bad sorry i like yeah no i think it's a really important point (laughs) i my take on it was i was glad they failed yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah Uh, and then I think we were all sort of heartened by their yeah, unpreparedness. No, 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 right. But there's many different perspectives. That's the beauty yeah. of America. Yeah, I, know. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to come out as like pro Jan sex, but I'm just like, yeah. Zach, what do you think? Are you glad that the insurrection failed? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh, so we, you and I are on the same page. Andrea, where are you at? I'm glad it failed. Uh, so what's cool, but I think what, what's great about this show, but Alex, what's I'm great about this I show is, I'm just saying, I would have been better at it. No, no, and I, right. and, and look, we totally hear you. And like, here's the thing: like, this is not this is a show about like the big debates <laughs> going on in our country. Out. No, well, please. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, we can if you want, but I prefer to leave it in. I think I come off great in it. Me too. <laughs> and just so everyone understands, when we do our our QC, which means quality check, it's really a QC for how I sound. <laughs> Something to keep in mind. Okay, yeah, sorry. Twenty twenty three with your I arm wrestle Vladimir Putin and, and win Zach. Um, I'm not usually for violence, but I make an exception in this instance. I often fantasize about ripping his arm out of his socket, and this seems like a legal way of doing that. I don't know how I'm going to get in the same room as him, <laughs> but maybe you have some ideas. <laughs> Alex, my little terrorist mentor. There's always a way in. I'm yeah. just saying. There's okay. always- I heard to get in his inner circle, you just have to be short because he's only lets short people stand next to him. Are you Am short? Because he's short. We both have the same question. Am I short? Uh, I don't know. Everyone's I'm tall to me. Five eight, <laughs> five, eight and three quarters. Oh, you can get in, I think. Apparently. <laughs> Not short. It's not Sir, yeah. Maybe I'll run into him at a circuit party in the dark room. <laughs> Which, of course, we all know is something that they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alex. Alex. <laughs> Alex, what do you think the dark room is? What do you think is? the dark room It's Alex. not to develop film. <laughs> is, that, is that where we take the negatives and we go, and then we move them to the next thing? Is that what you think it is, you dumb fuck? Because that's not what it is. I don't actually know what it is, but I know it's not that. But I know what it is. <laughs> Being bullied by John Lovett on his podcast. Really embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, and that's our 2023 predictions. When we come back, we'll end on a high note. And we're back. Hi, love it. This is Emily from Denver. And my high note is that my best friend from college, Sarah Parody, I uh, just qualified to be on the ballot to be a city council member uh, in Denver's upcoming municipal elections in April. Um, she also just got endorsed by Run for Something, and I am so excited about her vision for the city and getting to be a part of her campaign. 
So um, totally figuring out that local elections are where it's at and help to counteract all of the awfulness of some of our political discourse. So thank you so much for everything you guys do. You have lifted my spirits throughout the year. Take care. Bye. Hey, Love It and crew. This is Christy from the beautiful state of Minnesota. My high note this week was getting sworn into office as a representative in the state of Minnesota. We also have had a three-day snowstorm, the likes of which we've hardly seen since that April Love It or Leave It show. But I very proudly on my office door have my friend of the pod sticker. So um, definitely a high I've been working for for more than a year. Thank you for the continued inspiration and all the work y'all do. Hope to see you next time you are in Minnesota. Hey, Love It and Pals. This is Lynn from New York. And my high note is on December 31st, 2022, one of my favorite guitarists, Chuck Garvey from one of my favorite bands, Mo, got back on stage for the first time since suffering this massive stroke in November of 2021. This is some real superhero shit. So not only did Chuck survive, which was the first hurdle because he almost didn't, he has also worked his ass off to get back on stage. Initially after the stroke, he lost all movement in his right side and couldn't even hold a guitar pick. But on New Year's Eve 2022, Chuck Garvey walked on stage to a roaring crowd and shredded the Fillmore in Philadelphia. He sounded so fucking phenomenal and looked so happy to be back on stage making loud, beautiful music with his musical brothers where he belongs. I'll go ahead and take the liberty to speak for all the fans. It's been a really stressful year filled with what-ifs and tons of hope for a human and a band that means so much to so many of us. And we're so happy to have Chuck back and have our Mo whole again. The love in the room when he finally walked back on stage was incredible, and I hope he felt it in every atom of his body. I'm so grateful for Chuck and his incredibly hard work and for all of Mo and the Mo family to have gotten through this horrific shit show together and come out on the other side okay, as we do. So, fuck yeah, Chuck. Cheers to his truly inspirational and continued recovery and to tons more Mo shows in 2023 and beyond. Thanks. Thanks to everybody who sent in a high note tonight. If you want to leave us a message about something that gave you hope, call us at 323-538-2377. That is our show. What an awesome show. Thank you so much, Alex Edelman, Andrea Jin, and Zach Noe Towers. There are 668 days until the 2024 elections. Have a great night and have a great weekend. Love It or Leave It is a Crooked Media production. It is written and produced by me, John Lovett and Lee Eisenberg. Kendra James is our executive producer. Brian Semmel is our producer. And Malcolm Whitfield is our associate producer. Hallie Keeper is our head writer. Sarah Lazarus, Jocelyn Kaufman, Pullavi Gunalan, and Peter Miller are the writers. Bill Lance is our editor. And Kyle Seglin and Stephen Colon are our audio engineers. Our theme song is written and performed by Sure Sure. Thanks to our designers, Jesse McLean and Caroline Haywood, for creating and running all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And to our digital producers, Narmal Konian, Zuri Irvin, and Milo Kim Mia Kelman and Matt DeGroot for filming and editing video each week so you can. You can find those glorious videos at youtube.com slash C slash Crooked Media. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. A car is never just a car. 
Kelly Blue Book knows it's so much more than that. It's your commuting chariot, your road trip refuge, your I just need a reason to get out of the house. Your car is there for everything. And for everything car, there's Kelly Blue Book. Need a new set of wheels? Price it on Kelly Blue Book. Problem under the hood? Fix it with Kelly Blue Book. Can another car do the job better? Trade it or sell it on Kelly Blue Book. We're here mile after mile, moment after moment. Price it, fix it, trade it, sell it. KBB.com. Visit kellybluebook.com to get the journey started.